This is the Horse Radio Network. When I was a kid, I dreamed of going to horse camp. There was nothing in the world that sounded better than riding horses, making new friends, and leaving the world's worries behind. The good news is, horse camp doesn't just have to be for kids. That's why I'm excited to announce the Leadline's premier ranch retreat for equestrian entrepreneurs, happening this upcoming fall in upstate New York. You're invited to join me on October 11th through 14th for our first ever horse business getaway, complete with trail riding, kayaking, and of course, all of the fun horse camp stuff that grown-ups should get to enjoy too. Space is limited and spots are booking fast, so hurry over to theleadlinepodcast.com slash ranch retreat. That's theleadlinepodcast.com slash ranch retreat. Or click the link in our show notes to find out more. Welcome to the Leadline Podcast, the show where we believe that running your own horse business should feel less like a chore and more like the life you've always dreamed of. Join us as we share valuable advice on how to become more focused, more organized, and more profitable in your horse business. And now, here's your host, Mandy Flanders. Hey, it's Mandy, and welcome back to the Leadline Podcast. Today, I'm joined by two siblings, Angela Jennings and Bobby Williams of Guaranteed Horse Products. I first met Angela and Bobby at Equine Affair in Columbus, Ohio. Another vendor at the show came up to me and she said, Mandy, you've got to meet Angela and Bobby. They're so awesome. They have a great product and they have a great story. So ever since then, we've had many great conversations. We actually had a lot of really good conversations during that four-day show. And I said, you guys need to come on the podcast. So they're here today to talk more about Guaranteed Horse Products and how the company was started by their mom, Laura. We're going to chat a bit about carrying on a family legacy, something that both Angela and Bobby are very passionate about, and they have worked very hard to be able to do exactly that over this past year and a half. Here are Angela and Bobby. Hey, Angela and Bobby. I'm so excited to have you guys here. You guys are the first siblings I think I've ever had on the podcast before. So this is something new for me, but this is really cool. I love talking to family and hearing more about family-owned businesses. Now, I met both of you guys at Equine Affair back in April here of 2022. And actually, it was another vendor that grabbed me and said, Oh my God, you need to go meet Angela and Bobby. They are so awesome. And she brought me over to your booth. And we all just hit it off so fast. I loved it. So excited to have you here. Can't wait to talk more about your company and the story. So thanks for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Like you said, it was such a blast when we met in April and we hit it off. So we've been looking forward to to reconnecting and just appreciate you having us on. Absolutely. Well, one thing I want to talk about more today with both of you guys is the fact that you took over a company that was previously started by your mom. And you have a really unique story. It's not really something that we've really had on the show before. So why don't you tell me a little bit about your company and the history and a little bit about your mom? So a little bit about our company. Thank you again for having us. We're we're really excited. But uh, as you mentioned, our mother, Laura Gentile, she actually started the company. The official formation of the company was in 2011, but mom had been working for multiple years on finding products that she was happy with to use on her horse and to be around, and that was going to be okay in the environment. And in those early 2000s days, 
there weren't too many options from a horse care product perspective of being able to feel confident of being able to, say, stop flies or repel flies. A lot of those traditional-based products were rooted in, in chemicals. And so mom, being as brilliant as she was, decided, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out and make something for myself. And so she, funny enough, boarded her horse, originally Jack and then Forte, at a unique barn setup. It was a friend of hers that had, and how many bar, or how many stalls was it? Like eight, I'd say? Eight to 12. So you know, it's a small, it was just a small barns. barn. The woman had her house and then the barn in the backyard with pasture. And it was, you would never know. It was very nondescript off the road. And so, that's where she had her horses and that's where she began with the idea of, hey, I need to come up with something that I'm comfortable using for myself because I can't find anything that's going to work with with my ethos and that I want to actually apply to my horse. So she had a really strong background in chemistry and biology. And still to this day, I'm, I'm just in awe that she was able to take a raw idea and run with it. And so over multiple years um, and retiring her horse jack and then getting her horse forte who was a thoroughbred she loved thoroughbreds and she was an inventor she found something that worked for her and and how she never intended and that's what's so ironic about this is she never intended to sell her product that she was using or at the time just her formula that she was using on her own horse it was something that started out of interest from her barn mates that were there. They said, Hey, can we try your fly spray? Cause we're, we're interested. We're intrigued. And it was effective for them. And it was almost, I don't want to say like a eureka moment, but it was something that I remember talking to mom about where she was like, Hey, I've, I've got something here that that's going to work um, or that works and that people want around me, some of my peers and then their peers. It kind of just built down the line of, Hey, have you tried this fly spray formula? And so. I want to say she almost like backed into the idea of I need to start a company because her goal was to work within the horse industry. And at the time she was like, I'm not sure entirely how I'm going to do this. She started this company when she was 40 years old after Angela and I were, were largely grown up and were young adults. So with that being said, in 2011, she formed Guaranteed Horse Products officially. And I, I still have the original piece of paper, which is really neat. I got to go through and find that and frame it. But that's where she started. And the unique thing about it is, is Angela and I were there from the formation and then throughout the duration of mom's tenure with, with guaranteed horse products. Angela helped with the equine affair every single year, which is really unique. And I handled some things on the back end, mainly numbers related and then product testing. So that's a little bit of before. Angie, you want to take a, us into the present? So like Bobby said, our mom, Large until was someone that was a unicorn. She believed and was very passionate about a lot of things and all, advocating for horses, for people in the industry. And so with these products, she put out something that worked for her. And, and she was so passionate about offering horse owners products that were, were safe and also really, really effective. And so like Bobby said, the neat thing about being part of it from the beginning, going to the equine affair is we were able to interact with customers and, and see, you know, the result people, I mean, 
so many people. This is the only thing that works. Oh my goodness. How can I buy this and buy it off the shelf? So it was, it's really amazing to see her creation come to life and also, you know, be something that, that so many people need and, and really love once they find it. Our mom passed away in, uh, 2021. Bobby and I, we took over. We've been running the company ever since. And it's our truly a great, great honor um, to carry on our mom's legacy and make her proud. I feel like she would be very, very excited that we were carrying it on and, and also continuing to to offer what she was so passionate about to everyone in the equine industry. So that's a little bit about where we are now. We could expand upon that, but Bobby and I are currently moving forward with everything. Well, I hadn't got an opportunity to meet your mom because we didn't all meet each other until earlier this year. And you guys did a great job, by the way, with your booth and talking to people. You were always busy. Every time I came through, you were talking to people. And so you could just see you guys were so friendly and just so passionate about your company, which is awesome. One thing that I have observed primarily just from going to even just your social media accounts, when you've talked about your mom on social media and you've let people know that you guys took over the company, some of the words that have been used to describe your mom, first of all, there's tons of comments on some of these posts and and people just really, really loved her. And they describe her as having a huge heart, being a, a super kind person, and just like making a really big impact on other people, which I think is incredible that you've been rallied around so strongly by people who support both, you know, your mom's legacy in the company and you guys taking it over. So that's been pretty cool to see. Yeah, thanks for saying I, I think that just really speaks to her and the impact again that that she made. I mean, it was funny and, and always cracked me up was a, a lot of people don't know this, but she went through a tremendous amount of schooling and had a, a massive passion for horse therapy massage. And she traveled from Ohio all the way down in to Maryland and parts of Virginia for people. The amount of knowledge in the knowledge base from being able to look at the not only the skeletal, but more importantly, the muscle structure of a horse and how she applied that into her training or dealing with clients in the massage therapy was always just completely fascinating to me. And one of her biggest things that she wanted to accomplish in life was that she had a million different interests outside of this company, philanthropic, you know, ideas that she wanted to do continuously while working with guaranteed horse products was she wanted to be a professor at a college. And by golly, she achieved it. While she was going through a lot, the first semester of 2020, she taught at Lake Erie College. And I remember thinking to myself, this, the women that and men that she taught, they don't know how lucky they were. Because, I, you know, Andrew and I, you have a different frame of reference when it's your own family member or, you know, your mother in this case of how much she could share from a knowledge perspective. If I came to her and took for granted, hey, I've got something going on with you know, our saddlebred, uh, what do you think it is? And she's like, have you looked at this, this, and this? Or she could look at a horse and say, hey, something's going on here. It, it was just undeniable, her passion for horses, the equine industry, but also the people she worked with. And so I asked her one time, I said, why in the world are you massaging horses? I said, it makes no sense at all. Your time to me should be over at Guaranteed Horse Products 
and why are you traveling to go here? And she would never, and this was how she was, she would never give an answer, really. She had a way of like a brilliant like politician of not giving you an answer, but you feeling satisfied that she may have. And then you kind of scratch your head a couple minutes later and you're like, I don't, I don't really. Okay. I guess. Yeah, that's fine. That makes sense. But what I realized after she passed, cause when she, she was massaging and you could tell it was taking a lot out of her and it hurt to watch after she passed. I, I realized it had nothing to do with going out and, and just working to go work. She loved it so much of getting to know someone, learning about them and what they what they wanted to tell her. And sometimes it felt like she was a therapist at times or, you know, someone's champion about an idea that they wanted to do or whatever it was. And then working on the horse. And she had she's got a binder. I still have it of notes on on the horses, what was going on. And I I realized it was the relationships and being in the barn around the horses, because inevitably what we've found is it's funny. You you own a company that's in the equine industry and I ride the least amount I've ever ridden in my life. And so I think that she felt some of that after Forte, her her last horse passed away. Unfortunately, she had her eyes set on a specific horse, but didn't have the time to be able to ride and do things. And luckily she had a lot of people she knew. So she was in mounted archery and like, and just doing trail rides with friends. But I mean, I I feel this now and I think I understand it having a greater appreciation, not being in the barn and around horses nearly as much because you're either traveling or whatever the litany of things dealing, you know, with manufacturing, any of those things, it takes you out of your love. And I think that was a way for her to say, Hey, I'm dedicated. This is going to make me go into the barns. Like I can't make an excuse and say, Hey, I've got to do something for the business. I understand that now and really appreciate it. (laughs) And I appreciate typical in her fashion. She's like, you're going to have to learn that for yourself. And so there's like always these like funny little nuanced messages that you get with a little more experience and kind of, I like to say like little breadcrumbs she's left behind. Anyway, there was a long tangent, but no, I appreciate you sharing all that. She could do anything that she wanted. And to tag along with her teaching at Lake Erie College, I feel lucky that I was able to go to one of her courses and they were in the barns and the amount of students, this is our favorite class. And, you know, just the knowledge that she would share and, you know, they would be working on the horse. My mom would point out something and, you know, it would be right on and, and, a lot of people respected her just because she was a very honest a helper. I mean, she was just a helper. And like Bobby said, she championed people and championed horses. I mean, all of our animal birds that she rescued and dogs and cats, they're all the animals that no one wanted, that no one believed in. And she's like, I do, you know? And so uh, that's, <laughs> that's why, you know, our house would go home. It's just a zoo because it's, it's you know, all the misfit animals that she really adored and gave a place, a safe home. And so she's a very amazing person. And she has this excerpt that she wrote that she read to me over the phone, um, teaching, you know, she created an assignment at Lake Erie College, just, you know, trying to bring it back down, not about massage therapy, just bringing it back down to the students. Like, why do you want to work with horses? And she was like, I want to participate in this assignment too. And so she, she wrote this excerpt and I have it. And I, I brought me to tears over the phone when she read it to me. And, and basically at the end, I mean, she was very poetic 
it was so beautifully written. And then at the end, it's just when I am with horses, I feel whole and it is the place where I feel whole. And, And like Bobby said, I mean, she couldn't keep herself out of the barns and it really, it was her life's work. I mean, and so guaranteed horse products is all a part of this love that she had and and this wholeness that she felt when she was with horses. Yeah. And I think that's why we talk so much about her just to kind of bring it all together. We had a a first class education on this from toddlers. We moved turtles out of the road, which I still do stop traffic. Or if there's a fawn that can't get over a fence, her lifting it up and I have an affinity for chestnut mares. Why? I can't explain it, but I'm just gravitated towards them. There's all these things that we learned and didn't really realize and appreciate, or at least I didn't, until coming in, Angela and I being being owners now, that education, and I like to say, I don't transfer the wrong word, but like almost an inherited passion and development that was nurtured just by watching her and then working with her later on when she started the company and all of these things that really build the make a person, Angela and I, you know, both and being able to watch that from her. We've brought all of that and, and we'll there, make no mistake. We're, we're never going to be our mom large and teal, but we're a part of her. And those summation of the experiences, the things that we've seen, the things that we worked with her for. I mean, that's why we're so passionate about the business because it's not it's not a business that, hey, we're just coming in. We're starting. This is our family. This is a part of our mother. And it's something that we get to connect with her on. And it's something that we love to do. Something that gets me excited to wake up early and tackle whatever the challenge is or whatever we're going to go do. And it keeps me up late at night because I can't stop thinking about it. And so that that has been like so much fun and so exciting, exhilarating. I love hearing all of these great memories of your mom. And I do think it really goes to show why it means so much to you guys to be running this company now. I want to ask, because I know you guys both live in different states. What was it like trying to pick the company up after your mom passed? And when you decided that you wanted to keep the company going, how were you guys able to do that from two different locations? It was very challenging in the midst of grieving and missing her. I mean, she was the glue to our family, the the captain. And to have that missing did not feel right. You know, it, it, it just didn't. But it also didn't feel right letting this brilliant idea and like Bobby said, this thing that is her and a part of her just fizzle. And so I think that was our drive. I mean, it was the grieving process. I was just about nine months pregnant. I mean, it was, it was a, so many transitions and so many hurdles were there, but we were taught by our mom. We are fighters and, and, you know, we keep going. And so Bobby has been amazing at dealing with everything. I mean, he's like, like he said, he's, on it. Someone emails, he's back. I mean, he's always there. He's always thinking about it. He's crunching the numbers. He's doing it. I mean, it's, it's been really amazing to watch. And I think my mom would be eager to hire him. <laughs> She'd be like, come on now. <laughs> if he wasn't our, You're selling if, yourself short. She tried to steal both of us. 
She did. She did. I mean, we were always a part of the business, but never full time with the business when our mom was running it. And so I think, you know, she would definitely be saying, wow, okay, now this is the time we all need to work on it together. But um, anyways, working on the business, just first and foremost, there was a woman where we manufacture the product who worked with our mom, her name's Caitlin, and she was a critical part in moving us forward when our mom passed. She was so helpful. She extended her hand and I'll never forget that. She's a really amazing person and really helped us kind of pull up from just the grief and kind of the the chaos of where do we start and and kind of led us on our way to okay, here we go. Here's the first step. Here's the next step. So that was really amazing to have someone like that and Bobby said it before, it just makes sense because our mom was such an incredible person to so many people that she would always say, I'm not in this for business. I do business through making relationships. Like that's why I love working in this business. And so you can see it. I mean, in in this path that she plowed, I mean, it's amazing. It, It really was just the strength of relationships that she created with people and the willingness to have them kind of rally and, and help us has been amazing. So that was a really helpful piece, kind of like jumping off point. And then Bobby being in North Carolina, me being in Ohio, it it's not been difficult at all just because we've got kind of our, our roles and it's been very seamless to work together. And he's, you know, like I said, been really amazing at, at just kind of covering whatever needs to be done and more and I'm very appreciative for that. So it has been, it's been very seamless and the distance hasn't been a problem. Our business is, is run out of Ohio. So me being here has been helpful, but working a couple states apart hasn't been too difficult. Yeah. And, and I mean, thanks, Ange, but I, you know, I look back to those early days and I always think back to probably will not deal with a more challenging time in my life, at least not, I I don't see, I can't plan and see how else we were dealing with, you know, multiple things at one time. And, and so the business, you know, again, I, I said, Angela and I had a couple real conversations and, and Angela was really the, the backbone on this because I was, I'm more of a flight person. So I was like, I don't know how, how this is going to work. And Angela's like, we're, we got it. And so her confidence in that propelled us through and really carried the torch. And she didn't say this, but she was, she was pregnant, eight months pregnant, seven months, or yeah, what, eight or nine months pregnant? I was just about eight months when mom passed. Yeah. I was like through all of it. Yes. I mean, I'm like in the hospital, I'm on the computer. (laughs) She's dealing with all of this stuff. And I, you know, and so when we looked at running the business, we had to radically change how we did things. And for folks, I'm sure that either own their businesses or have gone through trying times, really the the only thing that I could think back to was survival and in, in dealing with adversity. And survival may be a bit dramatic, but figure it out. No means necessary. Knock on every door and just keep going until you figure out a way. And so Angela mentioned Caitlin. We were lucky enough during COVID, they had just built some additional warehousing space and we were able to float and drop ship directly from our manufacturer during that time. That process has since changed. It was an immediate fix because you have to think about it. Fly seasons 
coming up February, March is when our customers start revving up and it couldn't have come at a more challenging time. On top of that, I call it trial by fire. We're dealing with all the logistical constraints that were presented by COVID. And then you had the Texas outage, the power outage from the ice storm that complicated products that were raw materials that were going to be coming in. So Angel and I were were floating all sorts of inventory, trying to make things work with long lead times. And, you know, I look back, I don't want to go through that again, but it really formed and forged us, if you will, in iron to get that. And so there were bumps when you're working with someone new and especially someone in your family. How do you figure out the strengths of who wants to take what and which roles are going to work? And so, you know, I'd sit here and delineate because, you know, more of a systematic thinker, delineate roles and say, okay, well, here, take this, go there this way and trying to figure things out. You know, at that time, it was more of whoever could get to it and get it done was how it was going. And that was driving me nuts internally because I'm like, this is not how I operate. I'm more of background, logistics, numbers, etc. And Angela definitely really excels at the outward facing marketing client relations and things of that nature. And so what's been interesting about this is the paths we have now forged for ourselves. It's almost like a a very well-oiled machine. We've settled in very well. And when we talk to folks jointly together, we're we're leveraging those strengths and those experiences that that we've had outside of the company and bringing those in. And it's been really neat to watch. And, you know, I'll be completely honest, early days, I was like, I, I can't, I'm not going to work with her. I can't, I can't work with her. <laughs> <laughs> and she probably felt the same way because I, I, I have a specific way of communicating that cannot be great sometimes. <laughs> and so the direct communication, I sometimes need to soften up. But we've really hit our stride and to see where we're at only a year and a half away. And when you you asked the question of how do we deal with multiple states away, here's the beauty with COVID. A, it made everyone evaluate how are you going to run your businesses remotely? Well, we came right in with that. Now, Angela is the, you know, if you will, the rock, and then I'm floating around around the rock. I'm, I'm technically remote. And so We've just leveraged existing technological platforms along with um, logistical needs and manufacturing needs that are primarily run through, you know, either phone calls, Zoom meetings, et cetera. And that's common for now. So I'd say we were actually advantageous in being able to come in when we did, even though it was less than ideal, because the working circumstances were far different than they were two or three years ago. So we picked up the pieces. We figured it out. I remember my mom's dining room table had paper stacked from one end to the other. And she was 50% Italian. So it's a big dining table that we would fill up with food. And so that's, that's how we did it between that and the computer. Just what else are you going to do? You got to figure it out. We're still learning a bunch of stuff, but we've hit our stride. So our mom would always say to us, always, I mean, we, even as adults call her with, you know, problem or anything that wasn't ideal maybe going on. And she'd say, well, there's a lesson in it. There's a lesson in it. And so Bobby and I would just say and continue to say, okay, there's a lesson in it. We know exactly, okay, we've learned from that or 
you know, we know what to do next time. And so last year was, you know, it was, it was a lot. And we're like, okay, mom, I think, I think we've got it on the lessons for this year. Um, we can <laughs> just make smooth sailing from here, but no, it's been, she's exactly right. You can't learn it without, without doing it and experiencing it. And, you know, adversity will, will always help propel you forward. And so that's what's happened. And like Bobby said, we, we really have hit our stride and it feels great. Well, it sounds like you guys had some involvement in the business too over the years, which I'm sure really helped you when it came time to take things over and get the company going again. But was there anything that caught you by surprise where you were like, oh, I can't believe mom was doing this? <laughs> or, you know, I, I have no idea where to start. Were there things that you just started learning along oh the way? Oh my gosh. So, so many, many things. There were points where I was like, I can't believe she was doing it this way. Like this makes no sense. A lot of frustration early days on just how specific things were done and not a knock on her. She had her own way of doing things. And I would say that, you know, with us coming to the table, there's obviously a, a generational gap. So we chose to move more um, leverage, again, technology to make our jobs easier. And so, you know, a different inventory management system a different accounting system or, you know, a different way of developing those things really to make the business more efficient. Um, and then this is embarrassing and also funny. She had this notebook full of passwords and her, my mom and I were like very, very similar. Angela, you and her obviously have a lot of similarities as well, but it was kind of scary and weird how there are like some overlapping things. So she had this password book it was a tattered spiral notebook and not like the big one, like the, you know, the, the vertical, the one, vertical one, this, this one, right. Something like this. Yeah. I know the, the <laughs> listeners won't be able to see it, but it's small, but there were passwords written like a crazy person. It looked like someone that really was smart with math, writing it on a window, but just think of it with all passwords. So when we're trying to get to, this was one of the most frustrating things in the world. When we're trying to get to an account to switch either something over or just to get into the business bank account, Angela, bless her heart, because she is so good at finding things, was flipping through this notebook. There were passwords written backwards on the page, like upside down, where she had just flipped the notepad and wrote it really quick. And she wrote in cursive, which obviously, again, a generational thing. All right, cool. We found the password. Well, we would have to sit there and go through and compare letters to figure out what is the word she's trying to spell it was <laughs> it was like playing hangman <laughs> she could she 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 always said she's like you know i've got my own system my desk is organized just as i know it to be her password book she could read but honestly i think just to answer that question after going through and, and doing it all other than like the the tough like bobby say like okay how do we get logged into this account or you know things that she only dealt with I was just in awe. I'm like, how did one person do this? And also just like, how did she know all this stuff that like, there's, I mean, just the, the jargon associated with different kinds of businesses, you know, whether it's just strictly a distributor or a tax shop. I mean, just the nitty gritty of selling a product and being a business that sells a product um, and all the things that come along with that, I was just really amazed that, I mean, I know, I know the business started in 2011, but, um, and our mom, like I said, she could do anything she wanted, put her mind to, 
so I'm not surprised. I was just dealing with it from our now, you know, we're dealing with it. And it's like, wow, how did you know all this stuff? Or, you know, signing into a specific customer has their own portal that you've got to like, how did she do all that? Like I, like Bobby said, we're in the, you know, we're nineties kids. We had, we grew up with the, no technology and then technology all in school. And it's like, this is difficult to figure out. So I was really amazed. Our mom, you know, was a really just incredible person and taking over the business has just really shined a light on that too, just because of, you know, how, how involved and how many aspects are a part of the business. And it's been amazing to learn, but just really incredible to think that she was really doing most of that, you know, on her own. Well, you guys are doing a great job carrying on her legacy and sharing your passion with everyone, the passion for the products and the story. What's next for you guys? What's next for Guaranteed Horse Products? Thanks for saying that, Mandy. We, um, we've got a lot of goals and it's fun. It's fun to look forward and say, wow, okay, we're going to get there. Our mom was that way too. She was like, just write it down and it'll happen. And so goals for us include having more clients, getting our product out there. The number one question for our product is how do I get it? Where can I find it? So when people get it from the equine, they're like, wait, where do I get it now? I'm out. I need it. And so they're hooked. And so our goal is, is to continue to you know, gain clients and, and, and allow our product to get out there in the hands of people more and more and more all over the country and, and beyond as well. So that's a large goal for us. Bob, do you want to add on to that? Yeah, I, I think that when you look at our products, um, whether it's fly spray or, or shampoo or the entire product line, you, you look at it, we have a good, a good base in the East Coast in moving into Florida. Now, I, I think that, you know, our products have had exposure throughout the Midwest and creeping into the Western United States as as you grow with any company. It, it's funny. There's this paradox that I think sometimes gets glanced over. Of It's great to get a new client, but there's 20 other steps you got to have before that. And so the paradox with growing is saying to yourself, OK, well, if I get this customer here, do I have the infrastructure and foundation built to be able to have our product get over there quickly, efficiently and meet needs? Do they want to drop ship? Do they want to have bulk? And so with that comes along building out manufacturing, building out distribution. And so I'd say our long-term goals, although we have footprints and strongholds, I'd say plotted throughout the United States, there's an idea of, hey, we're building a foundation here on the East Coast that we're then replicating and slowly marching out from that. And so I, I would say that, you know, from a goal perspective, as Angela mentioned, obviously, you know, getting new customers, but finding ways to provide our products to the customers that we do get quickly and efficiently and being able to handle that growth. And so that's what Angela and I, you know, we've worked very hard on over the past year and a half and are in a spot where we're really poised to be able to to take the company to the next step. It's it's ready to go. It's a rocket ship. And so it's a fun journey and it, it's just been super exciting and exhilarating. Well, if we have any listeners who are excited about getting to know you guys and trying out your products, where's the best way for them to purchase your fly spray or shampoo or anything that you guys offer? So just just to kind of recap, our products include all natural fly sprays, shampoos that have our, our 
fly formula in them, which is pretty amazing. We've got a pony paw, like a mane and tail detangler. That's amazing. And I've used it on my own hair and I love it. And so we have a plethora of products. You're welcome to check out our website, guaranteednorseproducts.com to learn more about them. We do not sell directly to customers except when we're at the equine affair. So if you're interested in, in checking out the Ohio equine affair uh, next April, we will be there. But before then, tack shops near you might have them. If not, two of our big our big retailers are Big D's, Tech and Vet, and they sell online as well as in store. If you're local, Schneider Saddlery, they sell our products in store and online. But like I said, we sell to distributors primarily, and so they distribute to, to tack shops all over the the country, like Bobby said. And so if it's not in a tack shop near you, check out the the two that I mentioned that do sell online, but it, it might be, you know, there's a bunch of different small tack shops that also sell our products. So that is where you can find them. And like I said, stop on by the Equine Affair next April. If you're interested to meet us, we'll be there. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for being here. We've had a great chat. And one more time, I just loved hearing about your mom and I loved you guys are carrying on the legacy. So Thanks so much for sharing that story. And we'll be sure to link in the show notes where people can purchase online so that if someone wants to grab it and they don't have a tax shop near them, they can still order. Perfect. Thank you so much for having us. It was so good to see you again and to talk. And we just appreciate you letting us share more about our mom, Guaranteed Horse Products, Bobby and I working together. It's been really fun to do that. So thank you for having us. It means a lot. Thank you very much, Mandy. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you're a horse business owner or equestrian professional, I'd love to invite you to continue the conversation in our free online community just for you. The Leadline Facebook community is a great space to network, get advice, and even recommend guests you'd like to hear on future episodes of the show. You can become a member by visiting theleadlinepodcast.com slash group. That's theleadlinepodcast.com slash group. And join the conversation today. I'm Mandy, and I'll see you next time.